Welcome back to another beautiful Thursday afternoon. I hope your guys' week went quick. It's almost the weekend. And then it is almost Saturday and we are ready for another certified banger. Alright? Welcome to the Rainy Day Horror Show. If you don't know who I am, I am Dusty McBalls. I am the best host on the best horror podcast in the world. I am the man with the biggest testicles on earth, and I am the certified cougar hunter. Now, second episode of horror movie breakdowns or horror movie review, however however you want to hear it or say it or depict it, whatever floats your boat, okay? Now, today we are doing the brand new released Boogeyman, all right? It was, uh, you know, I'll save my comments for the end, but, you know, all I'm going to say is they need to figure out a better way to end these horror movies because, holy shit, are they just the same dumb bullshit over and over again, okay? Now, the rundown for this episode is I'm going to give you the synopsis, the kill count, and then I'm going to kind of break it down for you, like, throughout the whole movie, and then I will tell you how much they made when it was released. Obviously, it was released over the weekend, and then, yeah, then I'll let you guys go, all right? So, the synopsis, the CNOP, as they like to call it in the biz, for the boogeyman is a psychiatrist where a man named Lester Billings talks to the doctor about the murders of his three young children, describing the events of the past several years. His first two children died mysteriously of apparently unrelated causes when left alone in their bedrooms. The only com- Holy, what the fuck is this word? Com- Common- Com- The only- Okay, hold on. The only- Commonalities? 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 I don't know how you say it. This is fucking weird. I've never seen this word in my entire life. Okay, but- That word were that the children cried boogeyman before being left alone, and the closet door ajar after discovering their corpses, even though Billings is certain the door shut. Now, I'm going to give you a little rundown of how everything goes. So, the movie opened with the camera, like, showing... The closet door and the closet door was open and then you hear like this supernatural voice come from it and it's taking place as the father Lester Billings okay and as it's doing that it kind of pans to this crib where this baby is like gets up hands on the crib railing and starts crying and then next thing you know You hear a bunch of loud noises and the baby gets killed. Then it cuts to the therapist family where you see, where you see Sadie, Will, and Sawyer, right? 
And now this is the family where, like, this is the main family where shit gets bad, right? And it starts off with Sadie and Sawyer getting ready for school. Their mom just recently died a month ago, so, like, they're now just getting back into the swing of things. And so the dad drives them to school, drops them off, and then he heads back home because he's got a few clients he's got to take care of. So, before it cuts back home, you see Sadie going to school. She's met with her friend. The entire time in this movie, I don't know any, I don't, they didn't come out with any of the friend's names. Don't know why, but you, like, I had to look it up on IMDb just to make sure, like, they actually had names. And they did, alright? But they're not really relevant in this like situate like in this movie neither is the mom's death until the end like it doesn't it's not really relevant at all and you can see the foreshadowing throughout the entire movie so as Sadie is at school it's her first day she's wearing her mom's beautiful sundress and she opens up her locker she's got her headphones in and she's opening up her locker and everybody is saying sorry for your loss to her being nice, stuff like that, like you should when somebody's parent or family member just died. And she opens up this bag, it's like a lunch bag that she brought to school, or yeah, to school. And she opens it up and she takes out this yogurt thing, like it has been rotting, like this sandwich, this yogurt, this entire like packed lunch has been there from like probably a month ago. When it was, like, the day that she found out her mom died or something like that. Like, that week of school was the last time this bag was opened, right? And so she looks into the yogurt container. She grabs it, looks into it, and it's, like, all moldy, all disgusting. And then her friend comes up and says, hey, it's nice to see you, blah, blah, blah. Catch up, all that bullshit. And then... What happens next is her friends, well, her friend, her friend group comes over. And there's this one really bitchy blonde that I wanted to, like, literally hang the entire time. Like, this shit, she was just pissing me off, right? And so she started explaining some dumb shit and, like, was being passive-aggressive about her mom dying and stuff like that. And Sadie was like, you're being a bitch. And so... What the girl did, she was a blonde-haired girl, pushed her into the locker and got yogurt all over her shit. Like, all over her mom's beautiful Sunday dress. Now, she starts crying, she runs home, and when she gets home, she goes upstairs to her room, right? Now the camera cuts to the dad's office in his, his therapy studio in his house, And he's just finishing up a client, and the client leaves, thanks him, says, I'll see you next week, blah, 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 blah. He leaves. Next thing you know, Lester comes in, Lester Billings, the man that has the boogeyman attached to him, comes in, right? And he's got like this little, like, those like little composite notebooks, the ones with like the, oh, how do I say it? The black and white like crack on the front that's what it was that's the notebook he had so he comes in he sits down he's like 
hey, you're not, you can't be here right now. I've got appointments. Like I've got a free out. Like you can't be here right now. And he's like, well, I needed somebody to talk to. I can't go to the police because everybody thinks I'm a killer. I just like, I have nowhere to go. And then, so the dad looks at his watch and says, well, I have a free hour. All right. You just got to fill out these forms and then we can get this show on the road. And so he fills out these forms, blah, blah, blah. And the dad's now like, okay, tell me what happened. Like, what's going on? Like, I want to know. And then he tells the story of this monster that killed his three kids. And it's just terrorizing his home. Like, it won't leave him alone. And it wants to kill him. So the dad's like, well, explain more. So he explains that, like, he never listened to his daughters. He didn't like really care. He just thought they were crazy, had a wild imagination. And then he had this notebook that he brought with that his daughters drew the boogeyman in. And he's like, but that was after I, that was before I saw it myself. He's like, I didn't believe them until I saw it, them, saw it myself. And he's like, this is what I saw. He's like, my daughter drew this. And he holds open the notebook, shows him. And the dad's like, okay, um, well, let me run to the bathroom real quick. Goes to the kitchen, calls 911 and says, hey, I think there's a man here named Lester Billings. He killed his family. Like, I think he's dangerous. He needs help. And so as he's calling, as he's on the phone with the police, the Lester shoots upstairs, right? He starts wandering around the house. And as he gets to the top of the stairs, the camera cuts to Sadie and she's just got done washing the sundress that she wore for school. That was her mom's that got destroyed. So she's washing it and then she goes back to her room and in the background as she's entering her room, you see Lester in the frame. He's right at the top of the stairs. And what he does is he goes into Sadie's art room because she's an artist. And as he goes in there, he ends up going to the back room and then it cuts back to Sadie and she hears a bunch of rustling and stuff like that. So she gets up, she picks her head out the door and is like calling for her dad. And after that, she doesn't get response. She, she starts, you know, walking down the hall and she gets to her art room. And as she's trying to open the door to her art room, she like steps in red paint. And so she falls back, has this huge dramatic moment. And then she like gets up and she's like, oh, it's just paint. So she gets up, opens the door and she sees all of her pieces of art completely destroyed. And then she hears some more rustling and there's a closet in the art room. So what she does is she goes in and she like opens up the door goes in, sees nothing wrong, and then she, when she turns around, she sees Lester hanging from the door. He hung himself. He's dead. No more. Gone. So, she then calls for her dad. All the cops come, blah, blah, blah. Sawyer comes home off the bus, and then she's like, she comes in, and then, like, she's, Sadie explains what happened to Sawyer, and then, or Sadie tells the cop, like, is this connected to what he was doing? And then she was like, no, he's just crazy. The cop said that. And then that was, end, that was the end of it. Nothing really happened. So then after that, he 
the dad puts Sawyer to bed. And she makes him check the closet just to be safe. You know, typical little kid stuff. Like, I don't want to be attacked by a monster while I'm sleeping. And dad's like, look, nothing in here. Right? So he leaves. And then the next thing you know, the closet door pops open. And Sawyer's kind of looking at it, and she's kind of scared. And then she hears some, like, rustling under her bed. So she looks under her bed, and she, like, she has, like, this little moon ball. Because she's, like, terrified of the dark. So she sleeps with all the lights on and everything, and she's just terrified of the dark. And so she takes this little moon ball as she's looking under the bed and rolls it. And the next thing you know, the boogeyman attacks her. Now, Sadie didn't see it right away. Like how it attached to Sawyer. With Sawyer, because I think she was younger, it saw her as more of a victim. So, the only time Sadie started getting involved in it was when she first heard Lester Billings from the police officer when they were having that conversation. So, since her dad was a therapist, she went into her dad's office looked at his file and found the tape recorder that her dad used. And so she listened to it, and as she was listening to it, she found the picture of, or not the picture, the notebook with the picture in it of that Lester brought with him. So she looks at it, she went to Sawyer and Sadie asked, is this what you saw? And Sawyer said, yes. So, Sadie, being the badass bitch that she is, found out the address, because obviously it was easy to find, she found the address of Lester Billings. So, her and her friend drove up there. And when she got there, Sadie went inside by herself, started exploring, started seeing these weird little, you know, creepy things going on. She saw like these water veins across like the top of the ceiling and the walls. And then she went upstairs and it was all candle lit. And as she went upstairs, she was scoping it out. And then she came to this room and she opened the door and a little Polaroid camera went off and flashed. And so, as she was in there, she looked at it, and then this lady came in, scared the bejesus out of her, and she was holding a shotgun, and she was like, what are you doing here? My family has nothing, like, what do you want from my family? You guys torture us enough. And she's like, I'm not here to torture your family. I'm here because whatever attacked your family is now attached to mine. And so, they basically did the whole thing, like, you can't kill it, blah, blah, blah all that stuff, she's like, it's only afraid of light, so whatever you do, stay in the light, and so, Sadie ends up, you know, rushing home, and as she gets home, more freaky shit happens, I'm trying, I'm keeping it very vague for you guys that want to go see it, so if you're like, this is boring and it's vague, I don't, I'm not trying to spoil it for you guys, okay, just want to put that out there, so, now, Sadie goes to school the next day and she's like trying to figure out what's going on in the girl's bathroom and her friend comes in is like tell me what's going on blah 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 and she's like 
why would I tell you what's going on? You don't ever want to hang out with me. You're only doing this out of pity for me. And she's like, no, I'm not. She's like, let's hang out sometime. And so next thing you know, they kind of, kind of make up. And then she's like, okay, I'll have you guys over tonight. So she goes home, Sadie gets all ready. And the dad's like, the dad's kind of a dick because he doesn't care about his kids feelings or what they're going through or anything because of the the grief of their mom dying which is weird because he's a therapist and you think he'd be perfect to talk to but throughout the movie the kids try to talk to him about like the death and everything but they're just not listening so as then as they get home as she gets home the dad's like hey Sawyer let's leave Sadie alone tonight all right just me and you you can play as much PlayStation as you want and let's just let's just leave her alone so the girls come over, they're all upstairs, it's pretty boring, like, you know, typical high schoolers, all they want to do is drink and smoke, so, and say they didn't have any of that except a really, really old joint that her mom smoked, and they smoke it, Sadie gets sick, and then she's like, I'm okay guys, and then they, she, they end up going to her art room, because the the girls that she was having over wanted to see where Lester hung himself. So they go in there and the typical douchebags that they are, she opened the door and the girls locked Sadie in the closet where he died. And as she's in there, that is the first real account that Sadie gets face to face with the boogeyman. And as she's doing that, as she's in there, she's pounding, 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 and eventually they let her out. And then Sadie gets into an altercation with the dumb blonde bitch again. And she slaps her. And they storm out like they didn't do anything wrong. Blah, blah, blah. And as they storm out, Sadie, de- Sadie's dad goes upstairs to confront Sadie about, about like what just happened. And as he does that, the boogeyman attacks Sawyer and sends Sawyer to the hospital. And so the whole family rushes her to the hospital. She ends up being okay, but she's scared. And Sadie is sitting next to Sawyer, and she's like, don't leave me. Don't leave me. I don't want to be left alone. It's terrifying, all this and that. And then Sadie's like, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go find Dad and talk to Dad. So she goes, she she tries finding her dad, and she ends up finding the dad in the room where they took her mom when she passed and they had this weird like stupid argument about her being high that night and all that and what she saw wasn't real and her dad was trying to use that against her whatever and so Sadie storms out of the hospital goes back to Lester Billings wife's house and as she's in there she gets tricked by Lester's wife and she gets handcuffed to some metal piping. And while she's handcuffed, the lady's like, don't just stand here. I, I need you to trust me. Because in this room with the Polaroid camera, she trip wired it with a bunch of like shotgun shells. So like it, like it was this device that would hit the primer on the back of the shotgun shell that would make the shotgun shell go off. And so she lured the boogeyman into that room and everything happened and like all the shotgun shells went off and the monster played dead because of course it would. And then 
Sadie's, the Lester's wife, goes in with the shotgun and just starts shooting the crap out of it. Well, as she's like, I think we killed it, I think we did it, the monster gets up, rips the lady in half, Sadie's able to escape the house and she runs home, well she doesn't run home, but she runs to like an underpass and she calls her dad and says, don't go back to the house. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm going back to the house. And she's like, please don't. The boogeyman, like, you don't go there. And her dad's like, I don't care about the stupid boogeyman. Don't bring that shit here. Get your ass home. I've been worried about you all night. He's opens the door, turns around, and the boogeyman grabs her, or not her, grabs him, pulls him in as he's on the phone with Sadie. And so Sadie knows something bad happened because the, the phone line went dead. So she rushes home, and as she gets home, the doors open. She starts creeping around the house, sees this door with, like, lights coming out under it. So she opens it, it's Sawyer, and she's like, the thing took Dad. And then Sadie's like, okay, well, I'm going to go get Dad. You stay here. And Sawyer's like, please don't leave me. And she's like, I'm not going to let the boogeyman get Dad, okay? Sawyer, stay here. So she goes downstairs. And she's trying to look for the look for her dad, look for the boogeyman. She's tiptoeing. Next thing you know, as she gets to the bottom of the stairs, Sawyer's at the top. She's like, I'm coming with you. And so she comes with, and they're going to fight the boogeyman by themselves, right? So I just popped in my head. I forgot to put it out there. Sadie, halfway through the movie, is trying to make contact with her mom through a lighter on... And she got this idea from a YouTube video, okay? And that plays a huge role in this next part. Just want to put that out there. Not the not the YouTube video, but the lighter. So, as she's walking down the stairs, and she keeps, like, seeing, like, keeps looking for her dad. Her and Sawyer are both looking for her dad, and they end up finding him. But they see the boogeyman. So, next thing you know, a big old fight breaks out. Blah, 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 blah. The girls get their asses whooped. Um, Sawyer gets hit. She gets knocked out again. And then the boogeyman jumps on top of Sadie. And she's trying to fight it off with a hockey stick. And then the next thing you know, the boogeyman breaks the hockey stick. The She's trying to reach for a piece of the hockey stick to stab it. But like the boogeyman is like basically sucking her soul. Not in a sexy way, but in like, I'm going to kill you way. And as he's sucking her soul, um, you see like this other hand creep in and stabs the boogeyman. And who stabbed the boogeyman? Obviously the dad. So the boogeyman attacks the dad and breaks his ankle really, really bad. It is a gruesome scene. And then the next thing you know, they're all huddled up in a corner because they're getting their asses whooped. And then... Sadie realizes she has the lighter in her pocket. She takes it out, flips it open, and tries flicking it and can't get it to flicker. And then she's like, at one point, lights, and it's this really large flame. And she's like, Mom? Stupid. Bullshit. Dumb as fuck. But that's what happens. And then she grabs this hairspray bottle, starts spraying fire at the demon till it gets cornered. And then obviously the hairspray runs out of air hairspray I think is what you'd say and so next thing you know as they're having a cornered 
the boogeyman kind of postures up, and then Sawyer comes in, badass little Sawyer comes in with gasoline, douses the boogeyman with gasoline, and then she gets the lighter going again, and then she throws it on the boogeyman, and it lights up in flames, and then it burns down, and then the ending scene is all of them in therapy together, talking to a therapist, and then as they leave, Sadie hears the therapist call out to her. She goes back in. It's not the therapist. And but, but, the the closet door is cracked open. And she's like, nope, not today, Satan. Shuts it and leaves. And that is the end of Boogeyman. Now, my thoughts on Boogeyman started off strong. I mean, it was a typical horror movie where you try to figure out how to kill it, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it started off good. I thought it started off good, but the ending was just some stupid bullshit theory. Not really a theory, but some stupid bullshit fucking ending that makes me question why they even, like, end them this way. Like, it was bad. Like, the ending is bad. They need to find out a better way to end these horror movies, I think, personally, but it was a decent movie, I give it like, uh, like a 6 out of 10, 5 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 63, I think, 62, and yeah, that's really it, that's all for, yeah, that's it, they made over four forty million dollars, world gross million dollars worldwide, is what it was. But yeah, no, it was good. Twelve opening weekend, it was like twelve thousand or not twelve thousand, twelve million, and it takes after the Stephen King story. So, if you haven't seen it and you are trying to kill a night, I recommend it. Like I said or forgot to say, the kill count was eight. Not a whole lot of murder, but it was decent. So. I think you guys should go out and see it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. But that's all subjective. So I'm going to leave it off with that. Um, I hope your guys' work week is going strong. I hope it went quick. Mine went quick. I'm ready for it to be the weekend. And, yeah, that's all I got for you. Remember, certified banger this Sunday, Pan Am Flight 103. It's going to be an interesting one. And then, same as usual, Tuesday at noon, Reddit Horror Story, Thursday at noon, another movie breakdown. So, remember, stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, stay safe. I love y'all. Deuces.